Listen is a podcast series by the I Never Ask For It mission. The mission works to heal from victim blame by building testimonies of clothing. Survivors of violence, that is each of us, across varying degrees, bring the garment we wore when we experienced violence. Our garment is memory, witness and voice to an experience of sexual assault. Our garment is present to say, I never ask for it. Blank noise, I never ask for it and all allies are working to bring 10,000 garment voices to India Gate by 2023 in an effort to end victim blame, violence against women, girls and all persons. You are now listening to Listen, Episode 3. Episode 3 was recorded across two venues, including Cabin Park and WeWork Bangalore, with a circle of 18 persons, students across six college campuses in the city. Students met to identify lived experiences of sexual harassment and victim blame on campus. This session was recorded in August and September 2019. I'm from Andhra. When I was third standard, I came to Bangalore. In our home, there's some problem like a property. Because of that property, uh, my father's sister, she is a she has not got married, and uh, she rules the houses. Like I, everyone should treat me as a upper place like that. So my grandma. What she'll do means so she has not got married, right? So she'll support her only. So from childhood, she doesn't like me. I don't know why. She has studied only degree, final year degree, that's it. And I should also study only final year degree. Up to that, I should not read anything. That's her rules. And she has a less friends. Even I should do a less friends. It's a, like a rules like she is making for me. So, for the case of property, my mother and father is listening to her only because they'll not get a property. For that, I came out of my house. It's becoming a one year. Uh, December 22nd, I left my house and I, right now I'm in hostel. I'm studying first year degree. I'm going to work and uh, I'm an artist. One group is there. In that, have uh, got a chance to do our dramas like that in a big big stages and uh, I'm a dance choreographer that's it um, so I'm gonna discuss this really short incident that happened in college it was uh, mainly around moral policing and this was my HOD and um, it was quite triggering because I am um, I everybody needs freedom of um, expression in which which includes what you wear and uh, we g girls were called aside to another class this particular day and we were told how to dress because apparently some some male professor had a problem with the fact that he uh, was able to see a girl's strap sometime in college and that was told to our HOD that this was from your department so please um, please tell your girls to dress well. And uh, as much as I understand dressing well 
what what where it comes from it's because they want all of us to um have an environment which looks uh, formal where everybody is comfortable which also includes uh, letting people wear what they are comfortable in and i think i think that day i was very very triggered i i i did not um, expect somebody to come and tell us that hey you're not supposed to be wearing it like this or you cannot wear sleeveless because because girls were called aside why just us why what is the big deal it's just a piece of cloth what is making you so scared of seeing that that you have to call um, another teacher and call for a meeting so this is what when it comes to dress this is something which is very close to my heart the issue of dressing because i have spent, i have lived in a hostel for four years uh, without wearing a band i mean we have to wear on this skirts that was the tradition and the rule which stays there and i have had um, i have been into so many troubles because of this because i purposely that's what made me become very rebellious also i have been called by the student bodies the faculty and one sad thing was uh, when we approach we approach the female faculty because it is easier to go to them and this is what you quote in me when you say campus not ready to hear and having spent 4 years in a campus where i have to wear only skirt and after that i moved to another college and after that uh, i work with um, destitute women and children and organization and there i have to wear only kurti again for 2 years <laughs> only only okay so i have experienced this imposition on you that you have to wear and you are in a situation where you cannot do anything about it because you have your own personal goal which is more important than dress at that point okay i was ready to fight for uh, wanting to wear what i want to wear but at that point i was more into helping our or being there for this so i just compromised with my dress and i did this so every and after i left these two places every now this dress issue comes up uh these two issue comes in my mind four years of my hostel life wearing all this skirt and two years of my work wearing only a salwar kurti so uh, i don't know how to really say it you know but now i wear whatever i want and i don't care because i said i have had enough of four five six Six years doing what I have to do. I I have done my part now. I will walk naked, no problem. <laughs> so I have come to that point where I don't really care anything anymore at all. <laughs> just I don't give a damn shit of anything, you know. Just I just want to share. So this is something which is very very close to me. This issue. so uh, i did my internship in and uh, there's a dress code i agree that it's a defense academy where they manufacture defense products they told us you're supposed to wear kurtas like you're supposed to look decent 
so we agreed we didn't know we were a bunch of engineering kids who were trying to get an internship and uh, so in the beginning there's a security room where you enter with your card they give you a id card to enter in and the first day we all wore like normal leggings and kurta and uh, we left our hair like we all got dressed up and we went because you want to look first impression is everything and since the second day first day they didn't did not say anything and the next day two of my friends and i together we are going and we wore leggings okay we did not know so they they stopped us they spoke to us for 25 minutes because i did not tie my hair i wore leggings and my dupatta was not covering my upper chest chest body and uh, they like you cannot be doing this what are your parents teaching you and uh, how can you you're coming to a place where it's you should be blessed to come here and this is how you dress up you see you're wearing leggings everything is see through and your my kurta was a little above my knee so that they had a problem with that and this other girl she's come to uh, this place my other friend she's come from belgaum till here she's come just for the internship for 15 days and all she got was just leggings and she's like go buy it's just 350 rupees you can buy a loose pant you're not supposed to wear it so they literally sent her back they did not love her so she had to go buy them next day and the next day is when only when they allowed her they specifically asked me clip your hair it's very sad it's like it's cuz you expect so much from you are so okay i'm working in this such nice place but when as soon as you enter it just put me so down like really like i know uh, my parents are very proud of what i am going to be going through but then i am pretty decently dressed leggings is not going to be doing anything why why loose pant why kurta till here it's question me so many things but i cannot do anything about it so i like to share an incident from my college it was in 2010 i, st- I studied in coimbatore uh, it's a government college most of the students are from rural background only handful of students were from city based like chennai or coimbatore or madurai there was this girl she used to dress very uh, like sleeveless and something like that and uh, she used to wear makeup the boys from rural background uh, they don't have that much touch with girls in the college most of them are from uh, boy school residential schools in tamil nadu 12th standard exams are very strict and very rigorous guys and girls they shouldn't talk to each other they don't have, know how to communicate with the opposite gender for them it was like a cultural shock seeing a girl uh, in a sleeveless and with makeup what happened was they got that girl's number so many guys they slut shamed her texted her harassed her called her in untime midnight and obscene text it was going on for a while she was very strong girl but still she got into depression she changed the college ultimately when i just saw the dress code in the board uh, it immediately struck me ರಾಯಚೂರಲ್ ರೀ ಒಂದು ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಮಂತ್ ಹಿಂದೆ ಒಂದು ರೇಪ್ ಆಯಿತು ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಪಿ ಯು ರಿಸಲ್ಟ್ ಬಂದು ಆ ಹುಡುಗಿನ ಕರ್ಕೊಂಡೋಗಿ ರೇಪ್ ಮಾಡಿಬಿಟ್ಟು ಆಮೇಲೆ ಫುಲ್ ಅರ್ಧ ಬರ್ನ್ ಮಾಡಿಬಿಟ್ಟು ಆಮೇಲೆ ಫ್ರೆಂಡ್ ಏನೋ ಅಂದರು ಅಂದ್ಬಿಟ್ಟು ಅದು ಹಂಗೆ ಅರ್ಧ ಬರ್ನ್ ಬರ್ನ್ ಮಾಡಿಬಿಟ್ಟು ಹಾಗೆ ಸ್ವಲ್ಪ ಇದು ಮಾಡಿದ್ರು ಆವಾಗ ಅದನ್ನ ಇದೆಲ್ಲ ನಡೀತಿತ್ತು ಸ್ವಲ್ಪ ವೋಟ್ ಆಗ್ತಾರೆ ಎಲೆಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಎಲೆಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ನಡೀತಿತ್ತು ಆವಾಗ ನಿಖಿಲ್ ಮತ್ತು ಸುಮಲತಾ ಅವ್ರದ್ದೆಲ್ಲ ಎವಿ ಎವಿ ಟಿ ಆರ್ ಪಿ ಹೋಗ್ತಿತ್ತು ಮತ್ತು ಕಾಂಗ್ರೆಸ್ದು ರಾಜೀವ್ ಗಾಂಧಿ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಟರ್ ತಪ್ಪು ಮಾಡ್ತಿದ್
ಅವ್ನು ಮಲಯಾಳ ಇವರು ಹಿಂದಿಯಲ್ಲೆಲ್ಲದ ಅವ್ನು ಮಲಯಾಳಮಲ್ಲಿ ಹೇಳೋಕ್ಕೆ ಮೂರು ನಾಲ್ಕು ಸರಿ ಕೇಳಿ ಕೇಳಿ ಮಾಡ್ತಿದ್ದೆ ಅದು ಸಖತ್ ಫನ್ನಾಗೆ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟಾಗ್ರಾಮ್ ಫೇಸ್ಬುಕ್ಕೆಲ್ಲ ಟ್ರೆಂಡಾಗಿ ಹೋಗ್ತಿತ್ತು ಅಲ್ಲಿ ರಾಯಚೂರಲ್ಲಿ ರಾಯಚೂರಲ್ಲಿರೋ ಯಂಗ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ಸು ಎಲ್ಲ ಎಲ್ಲ ಬೇರೆ ಕಡೆ ನ್ಯೂಸ್ಗಳೆಲ್ಲ ಹೋಗ್ತವ್ರೆ ನಾವೇನು ಮಾಡ್ತೀವಿ ಅಂದ್ಬಿಟ್ಟು ಫುಲ್ ಎಲ್ಲ ಗ್ಯಾಂಗ್ ಮಾಡಿ ಯೋಚನೆ ಮಾಡಿ ಆ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ನ ಇಂಟರ್ನ್ಯಾಷನಲ್ ಲೆವೆಲಲ್ಲಿ ತೊಗೊಂಡು ಹೋದರು ಆಮೇಲೆ ಎಲ್ಲ ಫೇ ವಾಟ್ಸಪ್ಪಲ್ಲಿ ಸ್ಟೇಟಸ್ ಆಗೋಯ್ತದು ಹಂಗೆ ಹಂಗೆ ಬಿಟ್ಟಿರೋದು ಅವ್ರಿಗೆ ಅವ್ರಿಗೆ ಮಾತ್ರ ಸಿಕ್ಕಿದ್ದು ಬೇರೆ ಯಾರಿಗೂ ಇದು ಇದು ಸಿಕ್ಕಿಲ್ಲ ತಪ್ಪು ಮಾಡಿದ್ದಕ್ಕೆ ಶಿಕ್ಷೆ ಯಾರಿಗೂ ಸಿಕ್ಕಿಲ್ಲ so recently there was a, a 12 standard that time a girl had, a girl was harassed and during that time there was elections also right? she was raped and burned rape tag hackers yes she was so the victim so they burned half her body and right to is where obvious medical student yes medical student right to a tree and burn yeah i remember ಹೈಟ್ and after that it's just stop there was no word for it that the other person who actually did the students who actually did it like there is no voice there's no justification why is that why did they hype it so much and they suddenly stop um so coming to college was a very big change for me because i'd been in a boarding school for the past 8 years before um, i joined college and because it was um, it was a very strict one my entire life was basically on campus there and then suddenly when i came to college here i had this um, immense amount of freedom that i didn't know what to do with and i but i didn't really imagine college as it would be a certain kind of way because for Christ University I I applied first and I didn't get accepted so I applied again and um but I wanted to know that I wanted to be in Bangalore and um but I didn't set like a particular image as to how college would be for me I came with a very open mind and whatever happened along the way I just I feel like I accepted it somewhere I just went with the flow and I made the most of the opportunities that I have had but um in terms of uh being ragged we never i mean at least personally i never faced any bullying or ragging on campus it doesn't go to say that it does not exist um but while i was on campus in school um we ha- had a very um it was like it was a very, it's a, been a it's a very old school so a lot of customs and traditions have been carrying on there for a very long time to such an extent that now it is normalized and it everyone just accepts that it happens and nobody does t- nobody takes a really serious step towards stopping it and ragging and bullying at school was a huge issue because we spend our entire day um in on campus with these seniors in dormitories with them so no matter how close you are to them in proximity they still view you from a certain position so for them you're a junior so they wake you up at 2 o'clock in the morning till you to get this for me get that for me and you're going through that at one point and also at around the same time you're an adolescent so you have different changes in your life and 
at that point of time um i was i just started dating somebody and i didn't quite realize um what the do's and don'ts are i mean nobody really tells you how to get into that and that's one thing i feel like that needs to change as well that a lot of times not only do women and girls or like you know one side of one gender has to be told as to what to do and what not to do i think like everyone ha- takes equal accountability and responsibility in, in a relationship and at that point of time i um I didn't know what it was at the first time I was dating and this boy would continuously force me to do something which I was not comfortable with but at that point in time I didn't realize I didn't know any better and that is I think one of one of the experiences that I had with being harassed on campus you must have like I mean uh for, so for me it was like my friends were doing all this stuff so I had to so it was sort of this cycle where we were just like sort of negatively reinforcing each other's behavior. So, you know how like when you first start dating someone and like it goes from oh did you guys make out and all that. So you sort of in a way feel pressured to do what your friends are also doing even if you personally don't want to. Like I've never had that problem because I was very clear, but so like like certain friends have confided in me that they felt pressure to do stuff just because like their friends or whoever were also like encouraging them to and they were sort of undermining the relationship the person must have had with whoever he or she was with by measuring it in terms of physical affection which i don't know it, it it's not it's not right i know i think it was because of like a very strong family system like i could confide confide in my parents and my sister about any sort of uh hesitations i had which i which i'm very lucky to have not a lot of people don't have that sort of support and it was through them that i understood that i i am in control of my decisions at that like age in my life i think my mom told me this but everything comes at its own time and there's no rush to do anything you know so if your like friends think it's it's right to do this and you have to do it like i i was taught from an early age that you shouldn't really follow their follow what they are saying because you don't have to yeah i was in a relationship for one and a half years with a with a woman like in school and then by some strange luck she became my classmate in college also so it just happened like we didn't plan anything and all and we already had broken up for like 6 months before coming to college when we were getting to know each other in our classes at that point of time i was not sure about my sexuality and everything so uh, when we were getting to know all the other students in our class uh, what she did was like she got a bunch of people and then she started spreading false rumors about me saying like after i broke up with her i started i started behaving like a gay person and all and that basically led to other people judging me for whatever my sexuality is and all at first everyone was like apprehensive like oh should i talk to him or not then it started them being bold about it whereas they were not like oh no i'm coming in support for you it was more like okay so you were you were gay in school so can you tell me about my dressing sense can you can you tell me about as to if women find me attractive or not like randomly coming in i don't even know them and then coming in and being like oh yeah you're gay no like how do you how do you have gay sex then like later on i got into a relationship with another woman and all and it lasted for a good 
eight months, nine months, and all. But at the end, like she also was my classmate, by the way. So, um, like it started to become really, really weird. Where at first it was like some I don't know underlying homophobia where like where she was like, oh, I don't mind gay people, but if they do PDA in front of me. then it's not okay at that point of time i just didn't say anything then she started being all very angry that i'm not hanging out with her and everything and i don't know at that point of time i was just like hmm i understand what she's saying so i started being like ha ah, i'll i'll cut contact with my other friends and i'll not meet them i'll i'll stay in college for as long as you want and then we'll hang out then at the end uh, when i told her that i i came out as bisexual and all her first reaction instead of being like oh i i support you and everything this is really cool was being like oh you don't like me that's why you're liking guys at the end so then that just became really confusing and all and that was the first time i was coming out to myself at that point of time i just didn't know also like is this abuse is this emotional trauma and it just became really confusing like the line between oh this is definitely abuse and this is just one person caring about me and and when that line line blurs for you it becomes really difficult to take care of your mental health also it just like no it's you can't do you can't deal with how who you are you can't deal with what you're doing and at the end you're like oh i love this person but like i'm hurting them also how do you do so that really deteriorated my mental health in college yeah and my ex girlfriend who i who i really really adored was like oh so this is happening and then she did not come out in support of this i was like okay so maybe this is wrong only i shouldn't like guys anyway it is just that like maybe it's this wrong like i was i was straight for 18 years so why should i be gay now whatever so it was very confusing then there are certain parts i regret of the relationship but it's also it's a it's a very complicated thing where i did enjoy certain times with her like i enjoyed hanging out with her i enjoyed talking to her i enjoyed all the things we did and it was nice but then at the end it's like there is a th- there is a certain threshold and if someone co- crosses that threshold you just need to cut them off your life it's, you can't do you can't be like oh no i'll compromise about my mental health like like when i started like just as a trigger warning when i started cutting my wrists that was when i was like look uh, okay so this is this is not okay i will i will not do this and um, i need to do something about my life otherwise i'll 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 kill myself at the end of the year and i don't want to do that so i mean yeah it just became like really really bad and uh, it was confusing i was sad all the time i was uh, yeah and i just didn't know how to get out of it i was very lucky that i had got friends who were really helpful to me i i have bad mental health days and it's like sure i have i have certain coping mechanisms sometimes they work sometimes they don't work my gender is i don't know my i i don't know my what my gender is but uh, yeah that's why i use they or he because i've always been he but like i'm like maybe not i don't know so it's it's still confusing and there are certain days where i'm like maybe it's just better if i cut myself because then i'll i'll have some focus in life so there's a certain kind of dissociation which happens it's not like a universal mental health experience but there's a certain kind of dissociation where you know you're doing something wrong but you're still doing it so yeah so um I mean, come. Uh, as I said, uh, coming to Bangalore, I I, I was answered. I'm like I, uh, I I still don't know why did I choose Bangalore. Leaving uh, Kolkata was quite difficult for me. But again, uh, I grew up in a family. People over there are quite orthodox. People over there are 
uh, homophobic and and i had always known about myself my identity my gender my sexuality but somewhere i was not able to accept it because i was surrounded by uh, a certain kind of people who would make you think that you know you're not correct or maybe i mean what they are doing is correct so except my mother i would say uh, because she has her own stories so uh, i mean she's she was the only person to understand me uh, so so uh, i chose to come out of my house for the only reason maybe i'll be able to explore myself or uh, what i always had wanted i mean maybe i'll discover myself so um yes it helped me i would say coming here uh, in i mean 5 years ago when i was in do i i was doing my undergrad i was a teenager um i didn't know things i mean just coming out of the house and uh, i had always been an introvert never you know i never had friends i always had classmates for the only reason that people will always tell me you shouldn't walk like that you shouldn't talk like that you shouldn't eat like that you shouldn't stand like that so for after one point of time i i was as totally closeted so let me not attend any uh, you know functions or any social so let me not have friends because i'll be judged at the end of the day so let me all stay i mean let me stay back at home and you know study or just go to school so coming here i got friends and i would say i i i am i am visibly queer i mean there's nothing to i mean people ask me when did you come out i would say that i was always out i was never in but again to to accept i believe it's it's not enough to know what you are it's you should accept what you are unless and until you accept what you are or how you are the way you are you cannot love and respect yourself when you don't love and respect yourself you can't expect the other people to love and respect yourself so i went through a lot here in call i mean uh, in my undergrads i, I was uh, doing my bsc uh, from the anand sagar so uh, when i was in my second year so there, there was someone uh, whom i liked i i'm I always attracted towards uh, men i mean romantically and sexually that's what i knew at that point of time and it, it's still even now but what i was i i didn't know that so uh, um i at so i i used to like this guy and uh, i found him interested i mean he was also interested in me so we were going out spending time fine and then uh, people had always been you know um, saying okay you're going out with him and all these things so somewhere i i i felt good okay even I, because i was seeing all my classmates dating and you know all these things so i was happy okay chalo i somewhere you know what i always had desired of so maybe you know i'm going to get something so i was, I was somewhere happy so uh, it all started with our semester exams got over we were back home i mean he was also from uh, west bengal so uh, he was at his place i was at home it was winter then i remember 2014 so uh, every morning so he used to go out with a girl uh, more um, and uh, he used to post pictures on facebook or whatsapp in those days whatsapp was quite new so uh that made me i mean seeing someone else with him i didn't know how to react so i asked him who who was she and he said as my father's friend's daughter i'm going to get married as soon as i finish my degree and i didn't know what to say it was like you know so uh, so i stopped speaking with him 
and he tried in very many ways contacting me um calling my sister and you know so he had my sister's number but i didn't speak so we came back to bangalore but my condition was like i want to tell him i wanted to tell him that see i like you i don't know i can't say that i had loved him or probably at that point of time i want to say that i love you and uh, you know i i i cannot bear to see you with someone else and that too with a girl so um it's it's killing me from inside but again i was scared okay because i was not formally out and what would people say and it has been a perennial uh, thing i mean uh, <coughs> judging me and people calling uh, uh, i mean using derogatory terms so those had always been there since my school days why do you play with girls why don't you play with boys uh, why do you play with dolls why don't you you know uh, post pictures of bikes or stick pictures of bikes on your i don't like bikes i like barbie so let me have a barbie tiffin box so people didn't understand that so now at this point of time so i wrote a big uh, long whatsapp message and i forwarded it to him so this guy here at that point of time so we were, i i did my biotechnology so he was working under one of my professors in our lab so um, he went and showed that to the professor and uh, that man was uh, also puzzled i mean what's happening why is pratik reacting like that because pratik had always been the apple of the eyes and uh, submitting assignments on time and um, all of a sudden you find pratik behaving in a very abnormal manner so now thing so in that message i had written everything i mean whatever we had shared the time that we had shared the moments that we had shared everything and he went and showed that to someone else that to a professor and then everyone in my department all my professors all my friends my classmates my seniors juniors everyone knew except me and people are coming up to me and telling me you know what's this new thing with you we are learning new things from you uh, and then and then i just like we are sitting here now in one of the saturday afternoons i remember we used to have like half days so i was made to sit uh, all of the teachers my hod dean and everyone and uh, people asking me awful questions where did he touch you how did he touch you uh, how many times did he touch you you why didn't you tell us and then people were like uh, you know we are learning new things from you we have been here in this college uh, working here since 30 years 32 years we haven't come across such a thing it's it's a shame for you for your mother and all of those um, so i lost my father when i was a kid and i mean my teachers knew that so uh, haven't you thought of your mother uh, about her reputation there's that lot of things I didn't have a word to say I kept on crying I mean and there were two of my friends I mean I after that incident and this this guy was nowhere to be seen for over a fortnight in or around the college it was very difficult for me that phase I mean I lost friends people uh, earlier people used to mock at me behind my back or maybe but now the in front of me i'm like directly oh you so uh, my classmates i lost i mean i uh, the, the so called friends of mine they 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 were embarrassed to have someone like me as their friend and uh, everyone i mean my professors i would say i mean i haven't i don't know more than my classmates or friends my professors were 
they were the people who were actually humiliating me more than my my own classmates so it was very difficult for me and i come from a family at that see i didn't know how to cope i mean uh, how so i come from a family where i had seen when people are in grief they sit in front of the altar and there's someone the deity to take care so i i i actually became too religious at that point of time maybe that was my redressal mechanism or that was a space where i found comfort i mean no one to question me what i was or how i was or whatever so uh, well after that again uh, a lot of things happened i had and i mean I consulted doctors and all those things but now sitting here today i would say that i'm grateful to all those people all of them because if they hadn't been i mean if they hadn't done that then today what i am i mean i mean what i am doing or the way i am today i would never have been i, I mean i would have always remained under the veil and somewhere tried to suppress my own identity so i am I'm, i'm grateful to all of them i mean they helped me realize i mean so i learn i mean i read a small story in my childhood wherein the the tiger's cub was uh, uh, i mean carried by the shepherd or someone and the, the the cub grew up like because it was surrounded by sheep so it understood that i mean it it, it understood that it it also is a sheep like the other so then a tiger comes and makes it uh, you know see its face in the water and see that's that's what you are so i mean it didn't happen that smoothly in my case but again i feel they were the people who actually helped me realize myself i mean today i'm writing papers i'm working with ngos i'm doing a lot of work i feel good i'm i'm happy i'm proud of, of my identity everyone knows and i mean i've made friends also in the course of time and uh, yes i'm i'm no more ashamed or no more scared to i mean it was very difficult then uh, i i tried ending up my life and doing all sorts of things and but yeah i feel I, again there's something feel whatever had happened i feel less i mean at that point of time there was no one to talk to or to say you know okay fine we are here for you so things were even more difficult for that reason join the mission unite to end victim blame i never ask for it send your garment testimonial to stand in strength power and solidarity send an audio testimonial via email or whatsapp you can reach us at 9198684061 and email us at actionhero@blanknoise.org and we will connect with you you are an action hero thank you for listening